Hey, homemakers, welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. I hope my American celebrating listeners had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I realized last time, um, last week I recorded and I wished everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And I got off thinking, oh, you know, a lot of my listeners actually don't live in the United States. <laughs> like I remember being younger and and realizing for the first time, oh, not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving because or or they have a different Thanksgiving like Canada has a different Thanksgiving. It's like in October, I think. But anyway, um to my United States or just people who celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had a wonderful time. And if you didn't, if you don't celebrate, I hope you had a wonderful weekend anyway, right? But anyway, I just, it's just one of those things. I, I truly, um, I've had some people message me and tell me they are starting a podcast or thinking about starting a podcast. My best tip, well, not my best tip, but one of my best tips is don't listen to it. I mean, you might want to listen to it for a little bit to make sure like the audio sounds okay. But as a general rule, I really don't listen to my podcast because what happens is your inner critic will tell you that you need to re-record it or just delete it and not post it because you just sit there listening to yourself and you listen to all the, the you know, you're your big, you're your biggest critic, right? So things that other people might not notice or they might notice and they don't think it's a big deal or they might actually really like it. They might be something like charming about you. Um but you critique it and you think of, you use it as a reason to not post. So that's why I don't edit my content typically. And I also don't really listen to it. Um, I just record it and I post it <laughs> because yeah, I, I suffer from just that like perfectionist mentality. So I'm just like, I'm just going to post this and I know I didn't say anything too crazy. So we'll just go with it. But anyway, if, if any of you were just dying to know my top tips for a, you know, really small podcast following, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to today's topic. We are talking about organization, which I'm so excited. You guys, I have realized that um, you all really like my organization slash cleaning content. And guess what? I really like that content too. So I'm going to be talking a lot more about that. Um, I'm going to give the people what they want because, you know, I just think I'm good at it. I really enjoy it. Um, I think that it's, it's a need. I think that's the need that I am fulfilling for a lot of you is we become homemakers and we just lack the, the skills um, or maybe we have the skills, but but we don't know how the application is, right? And it's not that I'm not going to be talking about toxic mommy culture and all those other things as well, but I think I really want to focus on the practicality of homemaking because um, what what I think a lot of us miss is our hearts are in the right place, right? Like we read all these posts and I've even talked about like, you know, um, not being stressed out and um, not stressing the small stuff and making time for your children, right? But it's so hard, or it's hard anyway, right? Like rearing children, um, 
you know, dying to ourselves and putting them first and all these things. It's hard anyway, but it's even harder, I find, when our house isn't, I'm sorry if you can hear purring my cat. You guys know this. He's here. He's always here. He comes out of nowhere and he wants to hang out with me when I'm recording and I need to be quiet and he purrs really loud. But anyway, um, yeah, so like I have found this recently and it's just so hard to um, be the moms that we can and should be when we're weighed down by so much housework, um, a mess, um, we're, we're stressed out, right? And I think that, you know, a lot of these well-intentioned podcasts and um, Instagram posts are telling us like, you know, like so many times I've read, um, the dishes can wait, the chores can wait, the laundry can wait. And I do understand what they're saying, right? If your kid needs you, drop what you're doing and go to your child. Of course, of course, of course, of course. You you know, they're only going to be small for so little and all of those things are important. But if you are the homemaker, if you're the one doing most of, if not all the housework, the laundry can only wait for so long. I mean, really, you know, and then we have these other podcasts that are like outsource, 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 outsource. And I'm like, well, first of all, we, you know, collectively, most of us cannot afford that. Second of all, um, it seems kind of silly. You know, I think a lot of us, um, mine included, if I went to my husband and said, we need to pay someone to clean the house, you know, he'd be like, okay, you know, I see that you're struggling. Like, I want to help you. However, you know, I think that is what we decided that you would do. <laughs> when we decided you would stay home. So anyway, I'm, I'm a big believer in, and this is what today's Patreon is going to be about is being a solution seeker, right? Um, this is a big, a big concept that I've gotten from, um, the podcast. I'm so hesitant to give, like, she's not secular. Like she's, she is a Christian, but, um, you just, need to be careful with like some of the things she says because you guys know like I try to be as like biblical as possible on here um but anyway the podcast it's called primal potential and she's had a very um big impact of, over me in the last six about six years she's a huge reason why I was able to lose weight um and a lot of other things just make changes in my life, right? Like even this podcast. So, um, she, anyway, she, her big, she talks a lot about, um, looking for solutions, not living in the problem, right? Not just like dwelling in the problem. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in today's Patreon. And, um, but today on the podcast, we're specifically topic, talking about how to actually become organized in the new year. Now, I wanted to talk about this prior to the new year because I'm sure or hopefully a lot of you are like in the planning stages of your 2023. You know, we're about, it's about to be December. 
Um, or maybe you're just like in the depths of the holidays and you're not thinking about the new year and that's fine too. I'm kind of like thinking a little bit ahead because I'm like, okay, the holidays are going to come and go as they do. And then it's going to be January. And like, I want to have a plan, right? On And I'm going to be talking about resolutions in, in the following weeks as well. So um, look out for that. Um, but the thing is, um, what so many of us do and what I used to do year after year after year, you know, it's January, we get this big motivation. We want to declutter our house. You know, we read Mary Kondo, who, um, you know, that system really is not, I'm not a huge fan of it. And I've, t- I've thought about doing a podcast about that too, but, um, I'll brief on that in a, in a minute. Um, but like we, you know, we're all about like making these big changes and decluttering our homes, you know, and it's kind of like the weight loss thing, right? Like we, we make these huge changes. Like we're going to, you know, I'm going to become a raw vegan and, or I'm going to do this like master cleanse and lose all this weight. And, you know, same with the house. Like I would take a day or a week and I would just declutter my entire house, my whole life. And, and then, you know, okay, you get everything done and you're like, yes, I'm organized. My house is beautiful. Everything's perfect. And then you go back to living your normal life. And then at the end of the year, your house is full of stuff again. And you're like, ah, why do I have to do this again? You know, or you're just like, well, time to declutter again in January. It's what I do every year. And, you know, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, but, but I don't like it because I find what ends up happening is it's just things don't stay organized, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about why that is and how you can become an organized person. That kind of segues me into my first point, which is to make it a lifestyle, okay? I need to make a whole podcast on this. Any change you want to make, okay, any resolution you're looking to make this year, you need to not ask, like, what, what do I need to do? Like, you don't need to ask that necessarily. You want to ask, who do I want to become? Who do I need to become to make this my life? Okay. If you want to be in, um, if you want to be organized, you need to become an organized person, right? Just like if you want to lose 50 pounds, you need to become Whoever that 50 pound lighter you is, what she would do, what she would eat, how she would move, what choices would she make? That's the same with being organized, any change. Um, if you want to, if you want to start a podcast, you need to become a podcaster. You need to adopt or adapt. What's the right word there? The lifestyle that a podcaster lives, right? Or a writer. You you know, what what do they do? Do they get up at 5 a.m. every day? Do they stay up late? They regularly make time to do these things, okay? So as you're making resolutions or maybe you're just deciding something like me, I want to be an organized person. You want to make it a lifestyle. You want to, this is what I talk about in a lot of my Be Your Beliefs episodes, is is becoming that person. It's identity change, right? 
and um, Primal Potential, that podcast, they talk about that a lot. This is like the idea behind atomic habits. Okay, this is one of my next points. So I have a story to tell. It's a silly story, but it's going to get the point across. So we are naturally lazy. And I don't mean that a single one of you is lazy because I don't believe that, um, you know, any mother is lazy. Like, I mean, you know, we have tendencies, we struggle with certain things, but like, you know, I'm not saying like, you're lazy, you need to get off your butt and organize. That's not what I'm saying. So like the idea, if you've ever read James Clear's Atomic Habits, and um, it's that we, as a, you know, a people, we are always going to choose a path of least resistance. And if you don't believe me, let me tell you this story. Okay. So I semi-recently, guys, this cat, uh, I went to Dollar Tree and I bought, they had all of their, like, I, I found out when my Dollar Tree gets their like new shipments. So I went that morning when they had just put out all the new stuff and they had the beautiful like lemon collection. They had it all out. Normally that stuff sells super quick because it's really cute. And then they had these other, so they had all their like lemon plates and stuff. And then they had um, another set of like pretty blue dishes as well. And I bought, um, I'd been looking for new dishes for a very long time. Like we, all of our dishes were like chipped or just like really, um, the paint was like smeared. It was just, I needed new plates. And I was going to like get some from a thrift store, but turns out Dollar Tree was like about the same price as a thrift store. So anyway, so I bought a whole new set of lemon plates. I bought the big like dinner size and then I got the smaller um, for like snacks or like teacups or what maybe a salad plate. And then I also bought four of those pretty blue design plates and I put them in my cupboard and on the right, I have the big lemon plates. It's stacked on top as the small lemon plates. Hang on with me. Bear with me. I'm almost, I'm almost to the end of the story. And then on the left side, I have my blue plates. And there's nothing on top of them. So something I have noticed over the last couple months that I've had these um, is I, like, never use the lemon plates unless I force myself to. And you know why? Because I would have to move the small lemon plates to get to the big ones. Okay. Now, some of you might be like, wow, she's really lazy. And then some of you might be like, you know, I would probably do that too. And if you don't believe me, just look for things, different things in your life. Okay. Like we always choose the path of least resistance. Um, for example, like if you, if you've ever, you know, we used to throw our our dirty clothes on the bathroom floor until I got a hamper. Like we had one in the hallway and I was like, well, we can just all throw our clothes in the hamper in the hallway. No, my husband and I were throwing our clothes on the floor. I was doing it too. We both were until I got a hamper for like in our bathroom to put our clothes in when we change clothes or take a shower. So like that is an example. And so, and so the idea behind like James Clear, his book is not to dwell in that. And not to just be like, man, like, I'm just so naturally lazy. No, you can work with this. You can, quote unquote, hack it 
so that you can work with your laziness and um, in order to achieve whatever goal you're wanting. And that's why by atomic, he means small, small habits. Um, These little things that you wouldn't think that make a big difference, right? So I'm going to give you like a few examples of becoming an organized person. So, so what this means, okay, so you have your resolution. I want to be more organized underneath in order to be more organized. I need to become an organized person. Okay. Underneath that, in order to become organized, I need to become an organized person, which means I need to regularly do what organized people do. Okay. So this is where the atomic habits come in. So that that is what I have noticed. Now I I am not particularly organized. Okay, um, this is something I have observed over like the past couple of weeks. Like I have a few different YouTubers I watch and a few different friends and family members that I've kind of observed. Um, some things that I picked up books. Like I'm very uh, observational of people. And um, these are things that I have learned throughout some research. This is what, this is how organized people live, like very organized people. And that's how I want to be. I don't want to be like psychotic or anything like that. But something that I have noticed over the last year now, granted, you know, I've had two babies in two years, like our, you know, we barely got into our, into this house before we had our first baby. So, you know, I'm not like being hard on myself or anything, but, but something that really has bothered me is when my husband asks me where something is and I don't know. And it's a, it's a big stress to find where it is, what he needs, whether it's like a file or a tool, um, or, or, or like a, a phone charger or anything. I It drives me, it makes me so mad at myself because I'm the homemaker and I'm like, I want to just, first of all, it stresses him out because he's like, great, she doesn't know where it is. And I'm like, Ugh, what's wrong with me, you know? And um, I mean, not, I'm not that hard on myself, but I'm just, I'm just annoyed. It's just something I've noticed. I'm like, I, that is kind of the problem I'm trying to solve in my own life with being um, organized. Like, I don't want to be organized just to be organized. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's an important thing to think about when you're, um, when you're trying to like make a goal because, you know, like say you want to lose weight or something like that. Like, okay, do I want to lose weight just to lose weight? No, I want to lose weight because, you know, even if it's 10 pounds, like, okay, that's, have you ever carried around a 10 pound baby? Like that's heavy. I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to be lighter on my feet. Um, I want to, you know, whatever, like work on my knee problems or whatever. You know, we need, we need a good why behind our goals because we're busy people and we don't have time to just like pursue something just because, I mean, maybe you can like, you know, books, like I want to read more books just because, but anyway, so, okay. So we're going to go over these are these are some things that I've noticed. These are some things that I've implemented or I plan on implementing. Some tips for you. If you have suggestions for me, please. If you are someone that's like, oh, girl, I'm organized. Please 
um, and you have tips that um, I don't say here because this is like not an exhaustive list at all. Just some, just some ideas. Um, please message me and I can post them on Instagram and save them to a highlight. So, okay. Okay. So the first thing that I have done, this is a big change is putting donation bins around the house to encourage you to declutter regularly. Okay. So like a few different, uh, YouTubers that I watch that just like decluttering is just something that they regularly do. Like instead of every year doing this like huge overwhelming declutter session where you like don't you wake up at 4am and you're just like decluttering all day and you're taking truckloads to Goodwill. No, like they just like, they'll be putting away their clothes and they're like, you know what, I don't wear this shirt anymore. Or they'll notice their kids toys are kind of piling up and they're like, okay, this afternoon, I'm going to go through their toys. And there might only be like one to five things that they gather um, to give away. But, but that's the thing. Like it's a, it's an atomic habit. It's a small little thing that they did that day. And over time, over a matter of weeks and months, like that's really going to add up and that's really going to help you keep your clutter down. Right. Um, so anyway, I'm putting one in our garage with a lid on it because I, I'm a little worried about like my daughter seeing like her toys, you know, in there and being like, wait a second, what are you doing with that? So there's a lid on it. And then I'm going to put one upstairs because that's where all of our rooms are. So for like clothes, I'm going to put one probably in the laundry room, maybe. And those are going to be my declutter bins. And then um, once they're full, um, I plan on taking them to a thrift store and donating them. So that is, you know, a way for you to make decluttering your lifestyle is to just regularly kind of have it not on the forefront of your mind, but just like regularly be doing, you know, decluttering. And honestly, it's kind of addicting. Like I went through um, my son's clothes the other day. And since then, I've just been like, every, every time I'm like going through something or whatever, if I have a few extra minutes, I'm like, I should declutter this. I could put more stuff in my decluttering bin. So that's a tip. Okay. Another thing is um, label everything. So I just bought, I just posted on Instagram on my stories. I just bought a label maker for about $8 and I haven't used it yet. So I'm not going to like recommend it or anything. Um, but my intention with this label maker is not to be obnoxious, you know, but my intention is to make a finite decision. Of course, you can always peel off a label if you decide otherwise, but to make a finite decision of where something is going. This is its place. It has a label because I think so many times I will just kind of be like, okay, yeah, like this is where this stuff goes and this is where this stuff goes. And it's, it's a little more general, you know, and then I feel like that's how things clutter because you're like, well, there's, you know, there's three different kinds of things here. So I'm just going to put these here. Like our, um, our medicine cabinet is a nightmare right now. And that's on my list of things to declutter and organize over the next couple weeks. Um, but like, I just want, and I also think it's going to help my daughter. Obviously she can't read right now. She's two and a half, but like growing up, you know, and then I think my husband even, um, you know, because I think a lot of times husbands are like, you know, 
I, I, I equate it to like, if I were to show up at his work, you know, and I'd just be like, I don't know where anything goes. I'm just going to sit here. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I feel like that's kind of how they feel. But maybe if things are labeled, you know, I'm not like trying to get my husband to help me with the housework because you guys know I'm like pretty traditional and everyone's different and all of those things. But, you know, increase the chances, right? Or if you have a babysitter over, you know, and then they see like, oh, this is where the blocks go. This basket says blocks. This cupboard says blocks, whatever. Like, oh, this is where the shoes go. I'm going to put the shoes here. You know, it's just, it, and it's also just eliminating that decision fatigue for you. Like you just don't even have to think about it. You're exhausted. It's the end of the day. You're just trying to clean up. Okay. Shoes, blocks, Legos, paint, coloring stuff. You know, like you're just, you just don't have to think about it. Right. So I'm very excited. I'll be posting more on my label making journey on Instagram. Be sure to follow me at at happy as a homemaker. Okay, what is next? Do do. Um, always looking for problem areas that are not stressful, or or that are stressful or not functional. So this is something I've noticed in a few um, YouTubers that I watch is, um, and myself. I've talked about my garage, which we're finally getting a toolbox, and I'm so excited because our tools are just a pile right now, just a, a box pile of tools, and it's a nightmare. Um, but uh, anyway, like problem areas. Okay. So like um, recently I realized our mail is like everywhere. There's, there's like four different spots where our mail is. My, our file box was uh, overwhelmingly messy. Um, so I decided to organize it. Um, but, but just notice like different areas and, and write them down to go back to later. Like I just said, um, our medicine cabinet, if you just notice you're like in our pantry, if you just notice like you're fishing through things, um, things are like taking way too long, you know, just like make note of it. Hey, I need to, I need to regroup this area and try to do it before it gets too bad. Right? Like our pantry is totally not that bad right now, but I definitely need to just like quickly do a sweep, kind of rearrange a few things, you know, and maybe get out my new label maker and label the shelves and things. Um, but yeah, just, just notice, you know, Hey, this, this isn't really working. This isn't working out well. Like, you know, if, if you're always leaving things on the counter because you don't know where to put them in the drawers, like if you need to decide where to put things like, Focus on functionality. Um, okay, and then I already kind of talked about this a little bit each day versus all at once. Because, you know, and this is kind of why I'm not crazy about um, Mary Kondo, which, granted, I haven't read the book, but, like, I've read about it. And it's just, I just don't know how practical it is for, like, a frugal-minded homemaker to only keep things that you love or use, which I mean, I guess that does sound good. It sounds good, but okay, here's the thing. I have done that before and they always tell you, all these decluttering experts, they always say like, you're never gonna, you won't miss it or you won't, you won't even remember this thing that you gave away. And I've done that before. And there are some things in my head and I'm like, man, I wish I didn't give that away. 
like a lot of different furniture that I gave away that I really could have used in the kids' rooms or um, clothing pieces I gave away because at the time I didn't wear it. But then maybe like when I was pregnant, it would have looked good. Or maybe like when I was a little bit thinner, it would have looked good, you know, because my body fluctuates. And granted, like I understand, you know, there's a, a greater American struggle of like, um, you know, like having 12 blenders, you know, like, like I understand, you know, that's, that's a problem. You don't need 12 blenders, but, um, I don't know. I, I think we, you know, we don't have to be so legalistic about like decluttering necessarily, and we can make it our own. Like every homemaker is different. It depends on how big your house is. It depends on, um, it, it depends on like your lifestyle, you know, like if you don't drink alcohol, you probably don't need 10 wine glasses. Like maybe keep four for like if someone were to bring a bottle of wine over and they wanted to drink it at your house. Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, a little bit each day versus all at once. This is going to make it that habitual thing. Like you're not just because especially when you have kids or you have a really busy life, it's just really, 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 really overwhelming. And I, I relearned this the other day because I set out one afternoon to organize our closet and it was the afternoon and I only had about an hour and the kids just weren't having it. You know, sometimes they're great and like they play with themselves and like they just aren't like um, quite as like needy, but it wasn't one of those days. And I was stressed because I was trying to organize and they needed me. And then it was just like, it was not good. Um, when in reality, like I probably should have just like chosen a, a little, a small project in my closet to do, um, and, and done a little bit every day or every week and just making it Sorry, it cut off because this podcast is getting a little too long. So we're going to we're going to cut it off in just another couple minutes. Um my last point. So we were talking about a little bit each day versus all at once. It's just going to be less overwhelming and it's going to it's going to increase the chances of it making your it your lifelong lifestyle. You're going to be you want to seek to become someone who is just an organized person right? Which means they're always organizing. They're always decluttering. They don't just like, just like a fit person. Like you don't just like lose all the weight and then just like, that's it. You're just done. You don't have to work out anymore. You don't have to diet anymore. Right? Like that's what I used to always think growing up. I was like, I just have to do this crash diet and then I can go back to living my life and I'll be skinny. Nope. Like thin fit people, they, they live a life of, um, you know, denying themselves to a certain point and eating healthy foods and um, working out regularly, like it's a maintenance thing, right? So, and some of you might choose the route of like doing an initial huge declutter and then, and then, you know, it just depends on like a big purge. It just kind of depends on like wh what your house needs, how much time you have, all of those things. So, um, okay, my last point is something that I've decided to do and I recommend it. If you're just feeling really overwhelmed, um, stop bringing things into your house. Okay. This doesn't have to be a permanent thing, but just for the time being, if you are feeling really overwhelmed with like clutter and house projects and things to do, stop 
stop going out and buying new things, right? Every, every little thing you bring into your house is something you are now going to have to maintain. You're going to have to dust it. You're going to have to clean it, right? Um, if you move, you're going to have to move it. If it's um, something that needs to be painted or fixed up in some way, that's more energy, time, and money that you're going to have to put into this thing. And it doesn't matter how small it is. If it's a picture frame, well, now you have to go and get a picture to put in it. You have to decide where to put it. You have to spend energy deciding where where to put it. You have to hang it up. You have to take the time to hang it up. So just um, this is what I've decided to do for the time being because I just felt like for the past couple of weeks, I have just felt so like, oh, there's just so much stuff everywhere. And um, I think a lot of this, I think the a, a big problem was there was a lot of stuff that was available to my toddler. And so as we would go throughout my day, you know, as toddlers do, she was just like pulling stuff out everywhere and dragging things all around the house. And of course, like a part of that is like really adorable. Like I think it's precious when I find a block in our bed, you know, or a little book on the toilet or something. But, but there's also a point where, you know, she got into her dress up stuff and it was literally covered her entire floor of her room. And so, um, that just really stressed me out and, and some other things like just neglecting to organize certain areas and put things away. And, um, I just realized like, I need to stop I'm, I'm not going to buy anything else um, until I get, you know, there's like a pile of pictures that I've been meaning to hang up and there's some stuff in the basement that I really need to either donate or organize or clean or paint. There's like, I want to paint my husband and I's nightstands. There's so many little projects that I need to do. I really don't need to be buying anything else until I feel like I have a better handle of the stuff that I currently own. So if you're in that boat, if you're like, just feel like you're swimming in, in stuff and you just feel like you have too much, just say, you know what, for the next month, the next two months, or just until I feel more comfortable with the, the organizational system of the home, I am not going to buy anything. Don't even go thrifting. Okay. Because that is just tempting you because the hard thing about thrifting is like, First of all, it's such a good deal. Second of all, it's one of a kind. You're like, I'm never going to find this again. Like, it's so perfect. It's just what I've been looking for. Just don't even go, okay? Do not even go. Or if you have to go, like if you really need little boy pants or something, only go to where you need to go. Don't go browse. Um, just don't. So that is kind of where, where I'm at right now because I'm like, I just really feel like I need to get a handle on some things like our basement has a bunch of stuff in it. Our garage needs to be organized. Um, yeah, I've got like some little house projects I want to do. So I am just not buying anything. Plus like what a better time to do that during the holidays when we're already probably spending a little bit more money on gifts and things and, um, you know, different like foods and, and whatnot. So those are my tips and I hope they serve you well. Um, look out for in the Homemaker Globe community. I'm going to try and record it today, if not tomorrow. Um, we're going to talk about more ways that I have been creating solutions 
looking for solutions and creating solutions instead of creating problems, dwelling in our problems, just like just living in the problem, right? So I think that, and I'm going to give some book recommendations too. Um, but anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week.